Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, hello, and welcome again to the football show here on Belfast Live. And we have great news for you because this is the last program. <laughs> so... We thought most of the prizes, they've been handed out, but I thought, let's have a review, an overview of the season. What has been a brilliant season. So I have two of the top pundits in the business, well, in this studio anyway. <laughs> that is the legend from Glen Torren, that is Paul Lehman, as always, a faithful friend throughout the series. And Tim McCann, head coach at Larn, and a legendary figure at Cliftonville and Glen Torren as well. Gentlemen, the season, what an extraordinary nine months it's been for. Yeah, it's one of the best seasons, <coughs> Jackie, probably for a decade, let's just say. It's you know such, such an exciting season with Crusaders and Coleraine, you know, nip and tuck the whole way, and Crusaders just edging out on top in the end, and, and then Coleraine obviously finishing off the season on a high with the Irish Cup, so they were the two best teams over the course of the season, and, you know, it was it was so exciting, and, and there was other teams in the mix there too, the likes of Glenavon and Cliftonville played their part, and overall it was a fantastic, exciting season for everybody to watch. I mean, you two guys have won leagues and cups over the years, but what a league race it was, Tim. Yeah, it was it was exciting stuff, especially you know when when it goes to the last day. Um, being involved in a couple that went on the last day, but you know the fact that Crusaders were getting beat, um, you know. I'm sure that you know the, the the news got through to Korean supporters and they were cheering and it goes to show you Probably you know 15 minutes yeah and it really it really goes to show you you know Crusaders didn't particularly play well on the day um, during the league but that's it's not about that it's about getting the performance it's about digging in and it's about just getting the result and uh, they did it they got it with probably a, a bit of luck as well you know a couple of he had a bobble, I think he had a bobble and it bounced straight in front of and the winner four, young Glendale. Four minutes from there. Yeah, so it goes to show you, you know, you, you just you need that and, and, and to be fair, the league table doesn't lie. It was a bit harsh on Korean, but you know, Crusaders were, were worthy winners. And Crusaders, to be fair, as Tim says, worthy winners. Three championships in the last four. That's quite amazing. It's it's unbelievable consistency, Jackie, and even this season alone, they scored 108 goals in the league, yeah. which is phenomenal. You know, goals from all over the pitch. Obviously, their main men are Jordan Owens, Paul Heatley, and, and Gavin White, all with 20-plus goals each, but they chipped in all over the park, and you know, they're such a good squad. Stephen's built a really good squad there. He strengthens year upon year. They've got the money to do that now with the European football, and they're only going to get stronger again, but the, the levels of consistency and the performance levels that they've shown over four or five years now has just been fantastic and credit to them and looking back to last Saturday Tim Tennant's Irish Cup final Coleraine 3 Cliftonville 1 and it was a good game it was a fantastic game <laughs> sometimes they're not the best spectacle but and you know the first 25 minutes I thought Cliftonville really came out of the traps and because the so Coleraine had frozen again yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that was the worry and I think that's how maybe Linfield capitalised last year um, and, and Cliftonville they didn't really 
create any clear cut chances. I think that they mm. had the they had the, the the winnings of the game in the first half, and, and as I say, they just didn't take advantage of it. Korean came out like a different team in the second half. Um, they really, really did. Um, fantastic first goal. Well, I mean, all three strikes were quality. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and 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 that's what Korean have done, to be honest, most of the season. You know, especially Aaron Burns running through there, he had quite a lot of time to think about what he was doing, and right. sometimes that's that that's difficult. You've just come off the bench, you know, you're running through on goal to try and score the second goal to put your team in front in the Irish Cup final, and he he just passed it like he was just playing in the street. It was just it was, it was coolness, and uh, as I say, you know that that's what the Korean team did. Did well this season. Yeah, Macaulay's volley for the first one, sweet. Yeah, it was a fantastic you, goal. You'll never forget a goal like that, would you? No, in an Irish Cup final, and he's had a great season. He's yeah. been one of their star players, and so for him to get that goal was, was extra sweet. It was a fantastic strike after good work on the left from young trainer who's impressed this season as well. And uh, yeah, he, great strike. He was the football Macaulay. writers' team of the year, and quite rightly so. Yeah, he, he was really consistent. You know, Orange brought him in, and he's he's a kid who's been around. Lower clubs, let's just say, yeah. and he's came in the Korean and he's he's hit the ground running, had a fantastic season. He looks as if he's played there for years. So, you know, it was a fantastic day for Korean on on Saturday. Disappointing for for Cliftonville, as Tim said. I thought they were they were the stronger team in the first half. And I'm, uh, you know, I was speaking to Aaron Kearney, and he said that he thought that if they got into half time nil nil, that Korean yeah. could only get better in the game, yeah. and that proved to be the case, Jackie. Well, McCauley's wonderful volley put them on the way. Then Burnsy with the second one. And uh, what about Skinner, as we know him, Owen Bradley, yeah, for the third one. When that ball comes through, I thought, he can't run. He's, he's finished, <laughs> he's given everything. But he cut in front of the defender. Yeah. Very, in other words, you touch me, you're off, mate. We've got a free kick or a penalty. It was a great And then run. the dink finish. <laughs> yeah, great run and finish. And, and I was in the crowd. I was at the game and I was in the crowd and a lot of people were shouting, just just run into the corner, you know, just because just, there was only a minute left. I think Oran Kearney was shouting. Yeah, I think, well. I think so, but credit to, to, to Owen Bradley, you know, he, he's found the extra gear, he's got in front of the defender and the, the finish, you know, oh. coolness personified and just, you know, class, class yeah. finish and, yeah. and the celebrations that followed at them were something very special. Yeah, what about Oran Kearney, this most placid of men? He's nursing a hamstring this morning, Jack, <laughs> he, like he done his hamstring he took off. He ended up in the pitch, and then he realised, he thought, what am I doing? I think he's realised that you know, the game was over then, Jackie. It was a bit tense before then, because Cliff and Bo were hitting the ball. Well, it was right at the death, wasn't it? It was right at the death, and I think they, they realised then that the cup was theirs. And, you know, it, it, that's what football's all about. You've seen that passion, and everyone getting involved in the celebrations, and it was it was a really nice moment for Coleraine and their fans. And with all due respect to other teams, and particularly Cliff and on Saturday, Coleraine, their season... They deserve some silverware. Absolutely, considering what, what, the, the the journey they've been on, even from last season, um, and and to get to get beaten in the way they did in the, in the Irish Cup final last year. But they've taken it all. Uh, they've taken an abundance of Zorn saying getting beaten in that Irish Cup final last year was worth about fifty games. Mm-hmm. You know, each to, to each player in you know experience ways, and what and has brought them on um, to lose only. One game in the whole of the season, Jaggy is is, is, is is phenomenal, phenomenal. and I think he knew himself. and And they have been a second half team, you know. Mm. And, and Orange right what he said that the Paul, you know, once they get into the elites, you know, I felt that there was only going to be one winner then after that because they just seem to get stronger and stronger as the game goes on, and they just blow teams away in the second half. Whether it's their fitness, whether it's it just takes them a little while getting going, but no one can, you know, can doubt or 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 stop them from 
from winning that. That was it was an unbelievable it was an unbelievable day for Orn uh, and fair play to him because he for uh, you know what he said about Colin McHenry and, and what he had done for him. Yeah, I, I was just going to think. Have you seen my notes? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, isn't that a, a great thing to see a chairman like Colin McHenry? Who stuck by Oren a couple of times, I think, when maybe others at Coleraine wanted Oren out, and look where they are now. And yeah. that's great credit to Colin McKendry. Yeah, it's great credit, and, and, and I think Oren's been he's been very complimentary of, of Colin, and he, he's dedicated the win, you know, very much yeah. to him. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, and they seem to have a really special relationship between that the manager and, and the chairman, and he stuck by him through the tough times because he, he's seen the potential. He knows the type of guy that Oren Kearney is. Long term, he's the right man for the club. He's stuck with him, stuck with the young players, and, and look where they are now. And they've won the Irish Cup now, which is fantastic for them. They've just lost out in the league. Next year, they'll be looking to challenge again in the league. That's their challenge for next season, Jack. Oh, yeah. I think when you look ahead, that uh, next season, it's going to be who can catch Crusaders and Coleraine. Yeah, well, they, they've put I think there are a couple who can do it, but... They, they've set the benchmark, haven't they? Well, definitely have. Um, as Paul said, it, it's been a great season all round. There's been other teams who've been in and around there. You know, and well done to Glenavon as well for, you know, for getting yes, in, for getting third into place. Europe. You know, it's, European riches over two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, the finish ahead of Linfield and Clevenville as well is you know is is very very hard to do as well. You know, whenever and Glenavon did have a little bit of a blip during the season as mm -hmm. well. So it goes to show you that you know Gary Hamilton's doing really well up there. He's another he's another young um, manager who's who's brought youth into his team the same way Oren has. Given them a chance, yeah. You know, and, and both of them finished second and third reps rep respectively. So it's 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 been really, really good and it's positive for the Irish League going forward. And they'll uh they're losing Bobby Burns, is it? Yeah, yeah Bobby Burns, yeah. Schoolboy, going to Hearts, three-year contract. Looks a good player, strong. Uh, yeah, he's been very, very impressive any times I've, uh, I've seen him. Um, he's just, he, for, for an 18-year-old kid to have the head that he has on his shoulders, you know, it, it seems like he's been playing forever. Um, he thighs like Wilbur Cush he, as he, well. He thighs like Stuart <laughs> Pearce, so he really, really does. He's uh, thighs like Rory Hamill. <laughs> he, uh, he does, and he's, as I said, he's got a great head on his shoulders, such an old head on a young body, and uh, I think he'll do really, really well over there. And a young man who, uh, last night, this is Tuesday the 8th of May, by the way, last night, the football writers, he, he got the player of the year and the young player of the year, Gavin White of Crusaders, and well-deserved for both. Yeah, How are they going to hold on to him, Crusaders? I would be very, very surprised if, if young Gavin doesn't get a move now. Um, he, he's thoroughly deserved those awards, Jack. He's cleaned up in all the awards. and mm -hmm. you know, I think there's been a lot of standout performers. You know, you talk about young players like Mark Sykes and, and Brad Lyons and others around the league, and th those kids have had great seasons but maybe two-thirds or half of the season have done well. Gavin White's done it consistently for the whole yeah. season. Oh, he's, he's been tremendous. He scored 24 goals. He's taken his game to another level in, in terms of his game management, his decision-making. He's just taken it to another level. And the level of play that that kid's got at this moment in time, it's just fantastic. He's even took it to the under-21s against teams like Spain and shown what he could do. So he needs to go now. His game's reached the level that Irish League is way above yeah. anyone in this this league and he needs to go to the next level now and hopefully it happens for the kid. And he's got that old thing that we all need as when we were playing. He's got it in abundance. Pace. Yeah. He had a bit. I, I <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was always one thing I remember, you know, Roy Coyle was saying, teams are just, 
you know, defenders are, are, are scared of anyone with pace, regardless of size. You know, as long if you've got pace, you you can go far in the game. And as Paul said, I don't think there's anything else he can do, Jackie, in the game here in the Irish League. I think he's he's done all that, that he can. Yeah, he's, he's performed. He's, think, yeah, he's so performed he at a level, and now is the time yeah. to go. Uh, you know, I, I I fear what another season in the Irish League will do. I really do. I think now is the time. While he's while he's while reached he's that tough. pinnacle, yeah. I think he needs to go. I don't know what the working conditions are like at your firm, but he seems very desperate <laughs> to get out and go to England. I which think is. that's what it is. He doesn't want to work for me forever, so he's, he's, he's doing None his best. Of that money. He's doing his best to get his, get a move, you know. But listen, he's a great. Not just is, is he a great player. He's also a great kid. Yeah, he's level-headed. Nice he knows what he wants to do, and he's got good people around him. And just hopefully, he gets that little break that he needs. What about the Crusaders winning the title and it's worth an estimated something like eight hundred thousand pounds? I mean that's it's that's it, lottery money. Yeah, it's frightening and that's like land for gold bricks. <laughs> it's nearly there, Jack. It's nearly there. Uh, no, it, it it's it's phenomenal, it really is. Um you know, how they manage that money and what they do with that. Um well it'll keep them in good stead for but not even next season for seasons to come you know because you know they won three of the last four league titles very very unlucky last year only Linfield went on that run that could have been four out of four That's you right. know so they're getting into Europe they're doing well and the good thing about when they get into Europe Jackie they can compete yes. they can compete Stephen can go out now and, and look around and, and, and go and strengthen his squad any which way he wants mm. and Stephen Baxter going full time Selling a sports sh- shop and going full time. Yeah. Some of the players might be full time or yeah, near enough. I think the, that's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? It is. They're tr- they're trying something new. I know Limfield had tried it a few years ago and it didn't seem to work out for them. But Crusaders have a plan in place, and I think Stephen's sort of he's trying to go along the the, the same lines as Dundalk have done yes. with full time players. So and he's looked at Dundalk and Derry. I think. Yeah. So that that sort of model seems to work, and and Stephen's going to try it out. And the club have shown tremendous faith in Stephen. They've given them a five year contract. He's doing a brilliant job there. And they're just trying to take things to the next level by offering some of the players full time, which can only benefit the team. They're going to be fitter, you know. They're going to mm. they're going to be able to work on things that they don't normally have time to do, you know, two nights a week. So you'd expect that the team's going to get better if they can make it work f- with all the players involved. So you know, f- full credit the Crusaders. They seem to be the club in the Irish League that's really forward thinking, trying to make a lot of new things happen. And this is I a think new, Stephen has uh, provided a lot of that motivation and leadership, hasn't he? Yeah, it? he's a great leader, and you know. As I say, he's got a lot of people in that club who are doing everything that they can to support what he wants to do with Crusaders Football Club, and and it's just working for him at this moment in time. And we should mention a man whom Stephen worked, two men whom Stephen worked closely with, was the chairman Stephen Bell and the goalkeeping coach Roy McDonald. They are both taking their leave. Roy McDonald, after an amazing something like 45 years of service, he was there as a player when I was playing. <laughs> That's how long ago that is. But uh, two real football men. Yeah, Stephen Bell, You know, he's been a supporter for his whole life and been chairman for, for a period, and he, he's taking a step back now, um, and maybe letting someone else take on the reins of clubs becoming busier and busier he was telling me and he just maybe just can't dedicate the same amount of time to it but he's still going to be about there he's a great club man and I'm sure he'll still be involved in some capacity and and big, big Roy McDonald you know I had the pleasure of being in Crusaders for three years and such a character around the yeah, place and brilliant. knows everyone he's been there you know 
major part of his life and you know it'll be sad to see him stepping away from Crusaders but again I'm, I'm sure he'll be there as much as he possibly can but great character to have around the club and you know that's where Crusaders they've got a real family atmosphere down at that club and really good people involved and big Roy's you know big in stature down there and everyone loved them. Absolutely. Uh, going back to the football writers last night Monday the 7th manager of the year normally goes to the league <coughs> championship manager but this time and I wasn't surprised, and I feel he deserved it. Oren Kearney, Manager of the Year. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, I think Stephen Baxter right to be upset. Slightly, but when you look at the season, that the season that Korean had, where they lost one game, they only lost out um, on the last day of the season, then the Irish Cup final. Um, then I think it all adds up to you know. Orn winning it from what he's done from a, a club outside of the the sort of you know the Belfast yeah. area, a club that, that that has brought like a lot of youth in and as a as a team in work and progress, and and what Orn has done from they lost the Irish Cup final last year to now has been phenomenal, and I think he thoroughly deserved it. And I think he's brought back that local parochial feel to the club. There's a lot of players from. Bally Money, Coleraine, which Bertie Peacock had a great team in the 60s. Mm. Uh, and it's back to that. And I think that helps if people are from the same background, I, I think, the same area. I think what they're going to do, Jack, is a lot of these kids that are playing for Coleraine are Coleraine fans. Yes. And Glenn Thorne had that for a while, and Linfield had it for a while, whereas I think the players are going to give extra because they actually have that passion mm -hmm. for the club and for the shirt. And that's that's hard to come by, and you know he's created something there with all those local players, and you know the crowds are getting bigger, and it's it's just a real special place to be playing football at this moment in time. It's just came together nicely for them, and they've now got to keep that going. You know they've hit the dizzy heights, they've won the Irish Cup, really close at winning the, at getting to the league championship. They'll be looking to push it on further next year, and he'll be looking to strengthen a couple of players here and there. But he's done a fantastic job there, and you know the club's on a high at this moment in time. I'm just going to look. Uh as we speak, Tuesday, tomorrow night, Wednesday, the 9th, it's the playoffs for the European place. And it's uh, Cliftonville, 8 to 13 favourites at home to Ballymena United, 7 to 2, and Linfield at home to Glentorn. Linfield, 4 to 7 favourites, Glentorn, 4 to 1. You would, you would have to fancy Cliftonville, Linfield for the final of that. I think you would on, on, on form and and you know, Cliftonville's obviously been really disappointed losing the cup on Saturday. They've got to try and get themselves back up now for the European game. They're at home to Ballymena. It's a game that really, if they play well, they they should win that one. They really need to get European football now. We all know the the finances, how important they're going to be next season. Cliftonville, for me, need to strengthen in the key areas, mm. two or three players. So they'll need that. I European think they're one of the teams that can sort of get close to Cliftonville are Coleraine and. Yeah. Crusaders. They, they can. And Linfield, being Linfield, will be back. But Lin the Blues need Europe, Tim. Absolutely. It, it's completely unthinkable of, of a season where Linfield don't get into Europe. Um, it'll be a lot of pressure putting David Healy's head, if, if I'm being honest with you. Um, not only do they need to get through this game, which is a big two game, um, which will be no mean feat. I, th I think they're slight <coughs> favourites and they will be favourites. Glenn Turner going to miss Curtis Allen. But Linfield have to get into Europe. Regardless, and, and, and that's, you know, not only Ireland feel the demand to win a trophy or win a major trophy, mm. but as I say, to not get into Europe is, is completely unthinkable. Yeah, and Glenn Torrand, 
uh, will be up against it slightly. Uh, did I see that Steve Lomas has said no? The last man to say no to the Glen Torrance job? Yeah, the, the latest reports suggest that he, he's now pulled out of the race. So, um, But whoever gets it, Paul, and I'll put it to you, both of you are great players of Glen Torrance in the past, sad to see them where they're at. The manager has a massive job to do, whoever it is. It's a massive rebuilding job, Jackie, and I think Glen Torn have got almost 30 same players there, so there's a whole squad overhaul I think needs needs to happen there, and that's going to take time. The money's maybe not there to do what the manager wants to do as well, so I think the next manager's got to be given time, and he's got to be he's got to be get on with doing the job the way that he wants to do it, and be given time by the by the fans. That, that hasn't been the case for the last few managers, but I think this time it needs to be a, a long-term project. So Glentorn need to get the man in who they think is going to take them over this next five years, let's say, on a long-term project. Try and rebuild the squad, and you know it starts next season by getting into the top six. Mm. They've got to get into the top six again. They've got to try and you know compete for the all all trophies, but certainly the lesser trophies. Get a run in the cup and get themselves back up the league again and, and take it from there. But it is a long-term project. Time is not usually. Extended to managers, it, is it? It's not, especially especially at the Oval, Jackie. And and I've said this on numerous occasions, and, and Paul has, has just said it there. They need to bring a manager in and need to say, this is our guy. I need to make a public statement and say, he's our guy for three years. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we lose every game this season. I don't care if we get relegated. This is the guy. We believe in what he's going to do. He's going to bring youth into the team. We're going to rebuild the whole club because that's what exactly what it needs to mm-hmm. be done. But it needs to start now, Jackie, because... As Paul says, you've got 30 same players there. The new manager coming in, he needs to see the players. He needs to know who he's going to keep. He needs to get around. And what you, he needs. You cannot wait to halfway through the summer because no. by that stage, any player that you're looking to bring in will have already signed for all other clubs. Yeah. So now is the time, and they need to make a decision in the next week or two so this guy, whoever it is, can come in and have a fair crack at the whip because there's no point in, in appointing someone halfway through the summer when every other player has already agreed deals and signed for other clubs. So they, they really do need to get the ball moving very, very quickly. You're at Larn and we were joking about purple yeah. bricks and gold lamé suits and all this <laughs> sort of stuff, which is great. Well done, Kenny, who runs purple bricks and has a real injection of enthusiasm and money into Inver Park. But there'll be pressure on you and Tiernan next year because you're still in the championship, but there's some players there in big contracts. It's promotion... Or bust. That that's that's basically the name exactly. of the game. Yeah, that's ex- that that is the name of the game. And you know, Kenny, Kenny's a businessman, and and Kenny, we, we need he needs to see results on the pitch, and and that's up to Tiernan, Seamus, and myself to, to to try and get these results on the pitch. Um, we're trying to instill a mentality into the players that, guys, every game is a cup final. You're yeah. playing here. You need to. This is what we need to do. This is why you've been brought in, <coughs> it, and it's not going to be easy, Jackie. You've got, you know, you've got a good Porter Down team here signing. Quality players are at it. Mm. Um, you've got Balna Mallard mm-hmm. here in the championship. You've got Bally Clare always a tough team. You, there's so many. It'll not be easy. No, it, it's not going to be easy, and you need to get it in the welders. You know, yeah, getting the excuses in. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you, no, that's fine. Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's great that we're going to be able to play on a new surface, on a new pits, in a, a new stadium, which is which is great. Mm. But you're only there for half the time. Yeah. It's when you have to go to the welders. It's when you have to go to all these places away from home. And when the pitch isn't the best, and dig in. The welders know wet Tuesday. Night. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and 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 that's what that's what wins you championships. Mm. Is is those kind of players, and that will to win when when you're. It's not all about playing fancy football all the time. It's about digging digging out a result. 
Yeah, and uh, just talking about the championship next uh, season, the relegation playoff is also tomorrow night, Wednesday, the 9th. Uh, Carrick against Newry. Carrick, uh, Carrick trailing by three goals to two. That was never a gimme, was it? No, for Carrick? That, that was always going to be a tough game. Although Carrick finished the season strongly, mm -hmm. you know they the two big massive games and they, they managed to pick up the points when they needed them. But they've gone into the Newry game and again Newry's coming the other way. They're on a high. They're looking to get back up to senior football again, Premiership football, and, and they've got a tremendous three-two win in the first leg. Could and have been four-two, but for a missed penalty. Yeah, so it's it's all to play for there. Carrick need to. There's a lot of pressure on Carrick now and. They've got to pull out a big result, but no easy game there. Absolutely. And uh, by the way, you know we have a charity bet from uh, Bet McLean and uh, £50, and we haven't won anything. But the last week of the last <laughs> programme, I can tell you that I, I, not Paul, he had nothing to do with it, <laughs> I got a winner last weekend. Here it is, the Northern Irish Cup final. Goal Rush Plus, I think you had it as well, yep. Tim. I was on Coleraine for both sides to score in the final, which they did, and for Coleraine to win it, and it was 16-5. to 5. So that's 50, 160, and I'm sure McLean's will give us the £50. So that is £210 into the coffers, courtesy of Nuts. Of us. <laughs> that critter has suffered enough criticism. <laughs> so we did it. We did it, Paul. There's always next season, Jerry. There's always next season. There's always next season. And uh, that's my final question. What the hell are we going to do for the next three months? World Cup starting. Huh? World Cup. World Cup. Aye. Will that keep us out of Sainsbury's on a Saturday? It's certainly. <laughs> well, that would be my excuse, anyway. <laughs> Tim, good to see you. Pleasure, Jack. As always. Leaper. Top man. Pleasure. Hope you brought me in that sports gear. Oh, it's behind us. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, by the way. Uh, I know a lot of you have been with us right through the season, so thank you for that. We've had a lot of great feedback. Appreciate it. And uh, I think it's fair to say, football men, we just enjoy sitting here ganching about football. I hope you've enjoyed listening. You, it appears you have. Have a good summer, and we'll see you very soon. We hope. Bye-bye. <laughs>